0: Blog Talk Radio. Greetings, everybody, and a warm, warm welcome to today's show. I'm your host, of course, Faith, and you are live on her story, too. Today, we're doing a part four show with scientist and STEM advocate Penny Melvis. and we're going to be talking about... All about STEM, y'all, you know how we do... That's how it goes down over here. Today, we're going to focus on the scientific industry and how to get into the scientific industry. So we're going to be focusing on that today. Um, Penny is a scientist, she's a swimmer, she's a STEM advocate, um, AAUW, and co-founder of Awis Oregon. She's also a member uh, of Owis Oregon. She's a speaker, she's a mentor, and an animal lover. I hope y'all can hear me. you hear me? Is everything okay? Okay. Okay. Is that better? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we're here. Yes. I'm here with my co-host Shaz as well.
1: Um, Hey Shaz, how are you doing? Hey, Fade, how are you doing? I have some technical issues, man.
0: <laughs> I think I have those as well. Um, but But can um, you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. I'm there. They're letting me know they can hear you and they can now hear me better. Okay. Okay. Well, okay. well you guys, welcome, welcome, welcome back. It's been a while. I know. Thank you so much. I saw y'all were really enjoying the show we did. Um, to um to celebrate um Miss Mrs Winnie madikizela Madella. I saw I saw all the comments, I got all your inboxes. <coughs> excuse me all <coughs> excuse me. Um, you have to
1: excuse me here for a minute. Um so just take it away. <laughs> I'm choking here. Well, anyways, yeah, what said, I'm just going to do the intro. I think Faith, she has some issues, <laughs> but we're just going to jump in today. It's been a long time, and then you know, you guys, what you can do always to call in, and then if you're going to call outside from the US, you'll need to call 001 515 602 9735. And if you are in the U.S., you just leave out the 001, and then you just call in with 515-602-9735. And who are we going to have on our show today? Ms. Penny Melquist. <laughs> Hi, everyone. How are you? Oh, we're fine, Penny. You're already online. We're happy
2: to hear you. Yay. Well, likewise. Yeah. I'm very great, grateful to be back and talking with everybody. It's been a well, pleasure likewise. and an honor.
1: Yeah, it's been a long time, though, since we actually had been. you on the show. Yeah. But yeah. you know how it is? You're busy. We're busy. Yeah. So, But we're so happy to have you on the show tonight. And I guess you're well, going to tell you. us a little bit about, <laughs>
2: you're going to tell us about scientific because I have no clue. <laughs> and it's a new <laughs> subject, right? It is a new subject. Um, It's a new subject for a lot of people. I get asked. A lot of times people come up to me and say, you've been in industry for so long, I really want to be in industry, and by industry I mean working in a company uh, like a biotech company or another scientific company. How do you do it? So um, Mm -hmm. I figured it would be a good opportunity to address that, and I think some of your listeners have asked about that in the past, so I figured it would be a good subject to talk about.
1: Yes, definitely, because, I mean, like you are saying, it's the, you know, it actually um, covers a lot of stuff, and, you know, maybe some people don't know so much about it, some people know a lot about it, so I think you just Mm -hmm. go away, and then, you know, you just hit it away, man, and just let us know what it (laughs) was about, and the question will just come. Don't worry. All
2: right, sounds good. So, you know, in, in talking this through with a lot of people, I realize it's, um, A lot of it overlaps with getting jobs outside of science so Mm -hmm. if you don't want to get into science and you want to get into something else there are lots of bits and pieces that you can pull from my advice to help you get the career that you want so Mm -hmm. there are two really critical things that will help people get a job in the biotech industry or in another industry and it what it really involves is social media and networking so I always tell people you know it's really important to get your experience your resume down so that you can build your social profile so we know there are lots of places that you can build your profile um, but for, for, for a lot of professionals they use LinkedIn so I don't know if a lot of people use LinkedIn but it's a really great website it's free you can go in build your profile have a bunch of keywords put your picture up there and you can start connecting with people in the industry that you want to get into and also into the companies that you want to get into it's also a great resource because recruiters also have access to people on LinkedIn and they will also be looking for people to employ into certain organizations so you really want to start with actually I should say cleaning up your social profile right you don't Mm -hmm. want to have stuff on there that you don't want employers to see because they're going to see it so anything that you have that's negative or inappropriate or unprofessional get rid of it start rebuilding from the ground up you know if you want to pay for a service to get a resume taken care of or looked at you can do that Um, Twitter is also another big one that employers Mm -hmm. uh, are active on, right? So a lot of them reach out to find interns or employees or announcements. So build your Twitter profile, and then you can start following all of these companies and see what they're up to. Um, And the whole purpose of doing all of this stuff is so you can start building your network to get your foot in the door before the other candidates. Is that, that making right.
1: sense so far? Yeah, you're making sense so far, yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But I think you're right. I mean, uh, today people are actually basically a lot of people, I mean, I think everybody's on social media. If it's mm-hmm. like Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, you know, I mean, that's how yeah. our society are
2: today, yeah. Right, exactly, exactly. So really when, you know, sending resumes to companies to look at, yeah, I mean, People do that a lot, but really your way to get an advantage on other candidates and getting hired is by networking, right? So if I get on LinkedIn and the company that I want to get into, I'll try to find people in my network. If not in my network. I'll try to find somebody to connect to to say, hey, I'm new. Look at my resume. Look at my experience. I'd really like to work with you. Can you connect me to somebody, um, or do you have other opportunities coming up? And This Mm. is a a really big uh, key that I've seen is internship. It's working. A lot of of companies have internships for, you know, three months, six months to sort of test drive their employee. So Mm -hmm. in my experience, a lot of times before internship is posted, somebody has already networked and they kind of have somebody in mind. So you're almost late by the time an internship mm. is actually posted and you see it online. So that's why it's critical to make those connections. So when the internship comes up, you already have your in so that you can have a better advantage of getting that actual internship. Mm-hmm. Right? So Yeah, right. Social profile, mm-hmm. connections, um, you know, reaching out to people um, and being ahead of the game, right? And a lot of times in my experience, you know, internships—if you can get them, which is great—a lot of times those interns, if you perform well, you're likable and you're a team player, you will get hired. So yeah, to your advantage. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you—it's to your advantage to get into um, building that network and building those connections sooner than later. You know, and a lot of a lot of people, you know, if there aren't opportunities for an internship maybe you can get into another part of the company, right? A lot of companies have a lot of different departments. You may not be able to get into where you want, but you might be able to get into another area and navigate and advocate for yourself to get to where you want. So I don't want people to feel like they're, you know, there's no hope because a lot of people come to me and they feel pretty hopeless. Like I'm continuing to do this and do that. And I can't get anywhere. and, um, You know, so
1: (laughs) yeah. I don't know. I mean, when you're saying internship, like how, um, like, how long do you think, I mean, like, is it like in a week or two weeks? Because here in Denmark, the system with internet internship is actually for four weeks, you can be oh, in a company. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. Uh, but what, and but then after four feel- weeks.
1: Mm-hmm. Go ahead. You just go ahead. <laughs> Oh, no, I just um, want to tell you, like, I mean, actually, you just mentioned it, though. I mean, then, you know, you're already in, and then, you know, they can see how you work and
2: so on. So, yeah,
1: yeah, it's the same thing here.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we actually have another, um, aside from internships, which, are, you know, like I said, could be a couple of months to six months to nine months. Um, it all mm-hmm. depends. Um, a lot of companies use temp temporary agencies, and I don't know how familiar people are with that, <laughs> but uh, a temp agency basically has a ton of people that can do a ton of different jobs, some science, yeah. some not science. And if you can get into that temp agency, that's also another way to get into the back door of a biotech company. So you really have a lot of different opportunities that you can try out um, and see where that gets you. And, you know, it's going to get you in a favorable position. Mm. Yeah,
1: I think actually here in Denmark, a lot of people also use those companies or like you know, those places that you just mentioned. That you know, right? You just work with them, and then they can see, oh, okay, you can do this and this and this. And then they say, okay, you know what? Maybe this one would good for you, or this place would right. good for you. You know? Yeah. Right. And then from there, you have kind of like a communication. and You're still hired by them, but by end of like a, it depends how long that place would like to have that employee. I mean, how long they actually exactly. need that person.
2: Yeah. yeah. And then yeah.
1: after that, sometimes, actually, the contract
2: is already over. They don't,
1: you know, need the person. Sometimes they say, you know what, we can extend it.
2: Sometimes, okay, you can actually get hired. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So for all of you people listening out there, I think it was Jack, and I can't remember the woman's name, uh, were asking, like, I want to get into industry. How do I do it? Start with those steps mm-hmm. that I told you guys. Yeah. I also wanted to touch upon you know, the challenges that can be presented for people that haven't been in the industry before. Mm-hmm. You know, so a, a when lot you, of
1: people... When, when you say industry, sorry. like... Uh, yeah, it's okay. Like, when you say industry, like, what do you mean? Like, some people that, I mean, doesn't happen in industry. I mean, like, what does it exactly yeah. you mean about
2: that? So, so a lot of people transition from academia, like university or college, and then they Ooh, end up okay. in, they want to get into a biotech company or a pharmaceutical company or any sort of biological sciences company. Um, and, yeah. you know, the, I've seen a lot of challenges that people have that come from academia. So I figured, and even not from academia, but if industry, biosciences, biotechnology is new to you, um, I just wanted to touch upon the things that I've seen can be hard for people, um, and make mm-hmm. make you aware of what things that can make that transition a lot easier. Yeah, is
1: it also for the people that just graduated and you know they just want to yeah. try to get in the company and they feel like, okay, right. where should we actually start? Mm-hmm. Right. Because maybe right. they don't, I mean, they have never had hey,
0: a job. Hey guys, I'm back. I'm just sitting back and listening. Hey, can Faye, you hear me? I'm back. Man.
1: Woohoo! Yeah, we can hear All you. Right.
0: <laughs> Welcome yeah. Back. I see y'all y'all are rocking and rolling. Go on. I have a few questions myself. I was Excellent. listening.
2: And good, getting some great. water.
0: As <laughs> I unceremoniously like, yeah. took off. <laughs> yes, I'm alive. Uh, I'm alive cellular. <laughs> yeah. I have a few questions, but it would mean sure. we put a little bit of a reverse gear. You were talking yeah. about social media, the LinkedIn profiles, the Twitter profiles yeah. and all that good stuff. But I know many people right now who are not very optimistic about social media. And I also know a lot of people who don't like social media and they don't care for social media, but they still need work. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So what do they do? Um. I mean, I know you touched on it a little bit. um, Yeah, yeah. Because um, as you were talking, you were saying network, connections, network, connections, network, network, network. You can do that also with your family and friends, guys, right? But I think now we have to talk about social capital
2: because a lot of
0: people might not have the social capital that will get them into those good jobs. And they might have the qualifications. They might be highly skilled. And when you were saying that you have people who seem hopeless and they've done everything, Mm -hmm. I have talked to such people as well. They have done everything they lack social capital. And that could be where they were raised, their background, their family status, the class they come from. What do they do, you know, to actually get those good jobs without going for the internship, without going for the trainee positions? Because let's face it, if you're in your 50s and you, you have a family to feed and everything, you don't have six months to be an intern you know with experience oh, yeah, yeah. you know what i mean right yeah you don't right. have that you don't have that luxury to say oh you know guys or, or even if you're in your 30s or your 20s it depends on your responsibilities you know you don't have time to yeah. be an intern right. or you know say i'm going to do 6 months of attempt you know you have real life responsibilities what do they do to right. get it right
2: right so you you bring up a very good point and i'm and i'm going to touch upon just that last part just for the first second is you know once you get a job doesn't mean you stop networking right because you never know what's going to happen you never know what's going to happen in industry business decisions might be made you might be unemployed at a certain time but if you continue to build your connections you know whether it's online or at other companies it's going to make your life a lot easier if something does happen so I just want to say don't stop building your profile and making connections and reaching out once you're employed because you just never know what's going to happen. So back to back to your question that you talk about if people have an uh, media, mm-hmm. a lot of times companies, you know, there are job fairs. I know that sounds kind of silly, but they'll do recruiting events or they'll go to universities and be at a recruiting event or, you know, companies will go out and presentations on the technology that they have at a lot of different uh, universities, colleges, schools, you know, all throughout. And that's an opportunity for you to go to that seminar, right? You don't need social media. You just hear, you hear about it from your friends or your professors or whatnot. And then you can go to that seminar and you can go to the speaker at the end and say, Hey, you know what? I'm interested in having a position. And a lot of these companies, you know, they'll advertise, we're actually hiring. So the, You know they go there to talk about technologies and their company but they're also looking for candidates and I, you know i mean this is true i've gone out and i've talked to people presented technologies and information and i have people come up to me you know younger in their careers and they ask me those same questions so they're not on social media but those are other opportunities that you can reach out to organizations um whether they do you know community events a lot of companies do a volunteer day and they're out in the community So it's a little bit more challenging, but it's not hopeless, right? So look for those opportunities around you that don't involve social media. Okay, let's Mm -hmm. talk social capital, because this is a huge topic,
0: especially, um, I mean, I don't know about um, the U.S., but it's a huge topic in Kenya. It's a huge topic in Europe, because a lot of migrants and the tests have been done in the U.K. as well, I think they want to change the laws where you now don't put your names on the resume because there's a lot of discrimination happening there. So people are seeing um, people of different races. In in the UK, I think they're they're having serious discussions about this. So they have a lot of skilled people. They change just to change the picture and the name and the person is Mm -hmm. called. It's the same challenge they have here in Denmark. Yeah. I have a friend who had yeah. to change his last name from a Polish last name to a Danish last name, and the phone started ringing. So he was not yeah. doing anything different. It yeah, was I social know. capital I, yeah. mixed with discrimination and diversity. I know people don't like to talk about this, but we're talking about getting into a career, I, and this is a huge obstacle, and we would, be, yeah. it, we would be dishonest if we did not talk about this because we have people in yeah. our chat who they are they're making real comments and you know, they're saying yeah. it's not it's you know, it's not that rosy. You know, and, and I know because it's that yeah. these discussions are <laughs> taking place for a reason and laws yeah. being considered. Now the debate in yeah. the UK I think is whether you lose your identity by leaving out your name and what happens when you actually show mm-hmm. up in the interview. You know, that yeah. those yeah. prejudices and stereotypes can still create a blockage. So yeah. Let's talk a little bit about this because you know, scientific jobs are good paying jobs. And usually yeah. the people who are recommending you into these fields are people who have used a certain social capital that is available to them. Yeah. And that's why you get I, in. So let's talk, yeah, let's talk about this because we want people to get in and we want ladies to get
2: in because there are many things yeah, going on, I, <laughs> you know, that are subtle. I, <laughs> yeah, I, I completely 1,000% agree with you, right? We know the statistics is a global issue. Right? We know that people tend to pick people that look, think, and act like them, and this is a problem, right so um, you know one of the things that I started noticing when I was you know looking at jobs is I didn't have to give my name or anything, but I started going to the um company's website and looking at the leadership. A lot of companies post um you know who's in charge. Right, and they'll have a handful, or you know, a dozen, or two dozen pictures of people or names of people. And I've seen it many times that it's you know it's embarrassing that everybody looks the same, right? You know, they there's no diversity in any of those uh, pictures, and so I will completely avoid companies like that. I've found companies where I see people that look like me or that don't look like me, and it's exciting. And I know because of what they're demonstrating that they are more likely to hire candidates that don't fit a certain mold, right? So that's a tool to get information and insight into the company. Um, You know, it's going to be hard to change dynamics in the company. You know, we've talked about that before. But that's a little step that you can take to get insight into how much the company values diversity and inclusion. You you can also go to their websites that have reviews of organizations. And, you know, some are favorable and some are not. So the more you have the ability to find and reach out to companies that value diversity and inclusion, the better. Now, does that solve the problem? No.
0: What if yeah what if any that company has your dream job because I'm also not an advocate for um you know if if they don't look like you doesn't mean they they, they might you know we don't know their prejudices you know what I mean you right. don't know what's going on in right. their mind right. just cuz right. they look a different way I try I try my best right not to just look and assume yes. you know yes. they might all yes. be looking yes. like that but you know, we we don't know what's behind. You know, yeah. I always tell people yeah. you don't know who somebody is is married to. You don't know who their adopted children look like. You don't know their family situation. So you just because they look exactly. this way doesn't mean yeah. you know what you're looking at. But what if right. that right. company has their dream job? You know,
2: and you know the yeah. board
0: may look all whatever not like you, but yeah. you have identified the job. You're working. You know right. your thesis was right down that alley and you want that job you want that company but there's right. no sign of diversity be it women yeah. um, sexual orientation the whole shebang. what you do yeah yeah
2: so you know if it's really your dream job you know um, give it a shot right try to go for the job that you want and I figured you were going to ask a question like this so I wanted to have some information that uh to present on the table is You know, if you get into a company, pay attention. You know, when you go into a company, who interviews you? Who interacts with you? I've heard a lot of stories from people where everybody that interviewed them and everybody that was a manager, you know, (laughs) they were all men, right? And half of them had the same first name. So these are just clues to pay attention to when you go into the interview. If there are other candidates, you know, what do you, do you see any patterns? Do you see any trends? How do how do people interact with people on, on site? Because um, I can guarantee you, and speaking from a lot of people that I've talked to, if you go after your dream job and it's in an organization that um, doesn't value a lot of things that you value, you're not going to be happy, right? So you can have your dream job, but if the rest of the stuff around you doesn't fit with what, <laughs> what you value is going to be very short-lived um, with your happiness. But you can also use that as a tool, as a stepping stone, you know, to build your resume to get into where you do want, right? And a lot of these companies, they have different sites, right? So they can have thousands of employees. So you, once you get in, you know, you're not locked in, but you could maybe transfer to another site, Um but it's it's hard, I mean, you're totally right with the biases that people have and getting hired and not hired and diversity and inclusion um is a challenge yeah, um Pamela,
0: yeah is- Pamela, um oh. <laughs> Pamela, you're not alone, most of the women I know who are in stem they're the only ones. <laughs> That's why I'm asking yeah, the I questions know. and I want us to be real yeah. about it. You know, you know, one of my favorite sister girls, she's the only one. She's been the only one for over seven years. So that's why mm-hmm. I wanted to really just hit it on the head because we've been yeah. talking about diversity and inclusion. We've been talking about women empowerment, women in STEM. We need more women. Mm-hmm. We need more role models. Yes.
2: But yep. I always
0: say feedback is feedback and fact is facts. And I, I yeah. know from my practical life experience but like what I read in a magazine, I know when I'm sitting with women in STEM, I ask them, how is it cooking? How is, how is it going? And she says, well, they were talking about pizza and they thought I didn't qualify for the code. You know, the hackathon, you know, they, they didn't yeah. even ask me I know. if I wanted to join the hackathon. You I, know. Because I'm a woman yeah. and I can't do it the whole night. They don't even approach yeah. me. So I'm just saying these yeah. are real, real talks. So, Panila, Yeah. I mean, you're not alone. That's what we're talking Penny. about If We want to figure it yeah. out. First step is to talk about everything, and then put your brains yeah. together, and you know, we'll we'll move yeah. forward step by step. There's a question yeah. here from, um, is it Chris? Chris, are you the one who asked about how can one get a job in the scientific industry without experience? Is is it Chris or Christian? I don't know. Is it one of you? Okay, Chris. Okay. So that's the question from Chris. How can one get a job in the scientific industry without industry experience? That's a good question. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: It, it is it's a good yeah. question. And I I think, you know, we touched upon this lightly when I um, talked about, you know, if you see where you want to go but you don't have the skill set or experience to get there, get into another area, right, in that company that, you know, maybe has a, an entry-level position as a technician or something where – you know, maybe you have three to six months or no other. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Penny, are you saying What something? if this person... To work your way up. Uh,
0: Penny, you broke off a little bit. Oh, sorry. I'm
2: right here. Yeah, Can you hear but me now okay? you back.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, please repeat yourself. Just the last... Um,
2: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So... Uh, <laughs> So what I was talking about is um, a lot of companies you know if you can't get into the position your dream job that you want to get into mm-hmm. yeah
0: she's gone again they don't want her to tell us this right mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm here. Penny, are you back? Uh, she, no, I, I, I can hear her. I think she's Chris, there. you're not supposed to get your answer. Because every time she keeps trying to tell no. you this, she keeps
2: breaking
0: up. <laughs> can you hear me right to now? get this piece of information. Now you're I back. I can yeah. hear you, yeah. Go for it. Okay.
2: I'm oh, you could nothing, hear her throughout, but, so it's me? I will I will rest I my case. Sorry, Chris. I could hear her. No, that's all right. So, entry-level oh, job. Okay. Get, in, get in. Get into the company um, and entry-level jobs, whether it's technician, um, you know, any, anything that will get you your foot in the door at a company, there are, there are lots of jobs where you don't have to have a lot of experience. So um, there are opportunities. Um, and, you know, you can always go and volunteer at uh, organizations to start building that scientific experience. Um, so those are opportunities that, that you could take that you don't have to, you know, feel frustrated that you can't get in. Does that come out clear?
0: I think it's Hello. clear.
2: Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, I sure. heard.
0: Yeah. I mean, if it's not clear, Chris, you just need to, you know, just read a book. <laughs> I'm being mean like everybody else in the chat
2: today. Yeah. Yeah. You can always message They're me like if you have, a... uh, you know, follow-up questions or whatnot. Um, but, you know, Anywhere. back to... Back to what you were talking about with women in STEM. Yeah. You know, unfortunately mm-hmm. it's more the norm than the exception where it's a challenge for women. I mean, I've heard from a lot of people, you know, that, you know, men that men have, you know, a year of experience gets an opportunity over somebody that has five years of experience or 10 years of experience um, or somebody that goes out and has beer with, you know, their buddies, you know, it's, it's, it's unfortunate and it's going to take a long time to change that. But you can't give up hope, right? Um, it's frustrating, but you just have to keep fighting.
0: Yeah, because these are the facts. I mean, y'all, you, you, yeah. you don't believe us? You know, get some friends who are working in STEM. You know, talk to people. Like I gave you an example of somebody I know who's very close to me. He was, he's half German, half Polish. He changed his name to a Danish name, and he, the phone mm-hmm. started ringing. It had not been yeah. ringing for many years. And when he mm-hmm. changed his name to a Danish name, the phone couldn't mm-hmm. stop ringing. And you know, yeah. you know, it, and, you, and he knew it. He said it's because of Polish. You know, so mm-hmm. I'm just saying these are things, these are real life stories that I share with you, well, you all. You yeah. know, I don't always share things from a book. So when we are yeah. telling you to get in, the, the 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 biggest challenge sometimes is to get in. Trust me, he was yeah. highly yeah. experienced top of his class, and I have many cases mm-hmm. like this. I have people who oh, graduated yeah. top of their class, top of their class, yeah. and, they, and, and I, everyone was telling them you're not the best. I mean, yeah, it's a bit I,
2: ridiculous. So,
0: you know, we have I, to I totally agree qualify, and,
2: you know what it is. Yeah. yeah. And, and this is yeah. why the statistics show mm-hmm. that women and minorities, you know, end up getting out of STEM, right, because they either can't get in or once they're in, it's not a nice life or it's not as happy as they thought it would be. So, I mean, the statistics support those stories. And I've witnessed it many, many times with my friends and family members where I see the same sort of thing happening. And it's, it's frustrating, but you can't give up. I can, because And I can, you can't because, because then the, the, you
0: keep it the way it is. Yeah, you can't give up because you have to get in so that you then yeah. can change something. You don't change something right. from outside.
2: You don't. Yeah, and there um, are. There are companies that do that, you know, I mean, there are a lot of companies that do value diversity and inclusion. And you know it when you walk in the door and you talk to people and, you know, so there, not everybody is like that. But unfortunately, it is more the norm than the exception. But don't stop looking, you know. No, I if guess it's your passion, Especially you have to you follow don't.
0: it. And we need you all inside. (laughs) We need everybody inside so that you can change the mindset. We really do. You can't change it from outside, you know. Um, Um, Yeah, -hmm.
2: Yeah, go on, Penny. Go ahead. Oh, I I was just going to say that, you know, mm -hmm. we do need you because innovation and the economy is dependent upon diversity and different thoughts and backgrounds and cultures, you know, leads to innovation. So we really do need you. Yeah. Do you think that students are exposed enough to the to the scientific industry or the science industry? You know, I think it's it's changing over time, you know, the more and more it's a pretty big buzzword, you know, STEM and science. Um and a lot of funding is being directed towards STEM and you see it in middle schools and high schools and in events out in the community um You know, science is becoming more and more accessible to people. People aren't as afraid. So, you know, just the fact that younger people and children are being exposed to it increases the chance that we're going to have more of a population coming into uh, academia and into industry in the near future.
0: Okay. Okay. Yeah, Trish. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah how um trish is asking how is it in the schools or you know through the interns again or how is it how to become an intern no, so no that was she, the question because well, the question oh. was are they exposed right but she was at oh, yeah. she she just wrote that how is it through the school system or through internship yeah
2: Um, Yeah, so a lot of schools do offer, I mean, of course there are lots of science classes in the regularly scheduled school program, but a lot of schools also are starting to adopt clubs um, for science. Um, So like social clubs, uh, STEM clubs, where they'll have a meeting once a month, or they'll do activities, or there's a robotics team. And a lot of places in the um, communities are starting to have uh, those same kinds of Clubs and involvement and activities, whether it's a camp, or um, you know we have here um, a science factory that does a lot of activities with uh, kids in science, and you can get scholarships where you know if if funding is a challenge, then you know there are options that you can get in and get a scholarship, or you know. A week-long activity or a couple week-long activities. So there are more and more things out in the community. You just kind of have to look for them. Um, so it's not all in the schools. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so basically Trish, you
0: know, just get involved in, you know, different, you know, different activities and see what's going on. Um, I loved the show we had with uh, one of our guests um, Jenny. And Jenny is a, she, she's a, she, she fixes cars. And they have oh, workshops nice for girls mm-hmm. to help them learn how to fix cars. She it was such a cool show. Yeah. We had so much fun. We learned about cars wow. and we knew very little. Trust yeah. me. Yeah. She yeah. was so fantastic. And um that's uh, that was an activity that I think would have been fun and it's part of STEM. It's engineering.
2: Yeah. You know, it is. You're learning it that,
0: you know you know mechanical engineering. So the kids came in there and she gave an example of a little boy who was seen to be different and, you know, not the A student, the C student, and all that good stuff because I was talking about grades, but grades are not everything and they should not be the only criteria that people should be right. right. a and, um, yeah. and, um, and she said that she that, and she, she responded by telling you a story uh, about this young boy who was very different and, you know, people saw him differently, but he ended up being the best mechanic they had and went on to win scholarships and he proved to be yeah. super smart. In technical, engineering, fixing cars and building things. He had a beautiful mind, you know? And so, Trish, it's not all about the scholarship, okay? You know, don't focus too much on, I have to have an A in a scholarship. Just get involved in whatever it is and you'll you'll, you'll discover yourself through that. Um, At least that's my two cents on that. You know, I think, you know, A's are not everything,
2: you know? Yeah. And, you know, like we talked about um, several weeks ago, Um, there are things online that you can look up and get a couple of things at the store and assemble to be a science project, right? Pretty simple. Um, We've talked about how you can think about things critically, just on a walk with your kid, right? Like, why does that happen? Can you explain this to me? Starting to build those curiosity skills um, in addition to being exposed to other things out in the community. So there's always an opportunity to learn and think about science because it is everywhere. I know. Do you
0: think, Penny, that young scientists or you know, young aspiring um, scientists know what they're getting into? You know, do, they, do, do you think that their goals and their dreams are connected to the realities of actually working in the science field? Um,
2: hmm. That's a good question. You know, because as scientists, we just want to do the science. We want to think about things, do things, create new things. But when you get into industry... You kind of have to change your mindset to incorporate business because it's, of course, it's science and figuring things out, but it's also business. So there are lots of business decisions that go into science, and that can be frustrating for people. But if you know about it and you're aware of it, um, it's going to make it a lot easier when you get into, into the science. Mm-hmm. Okay. I see a
0: little bit of a I should also sometimes you know, because of their dreams and even their personalities and their hobbies and the things they enjoy, which also sometimes, maybe that's for another show, let's not get into that, but I was just curious whether they really know, whether the, you know, whether the communication is clear, you know, what's going on in the scientific world in the workplace and, you know, and what is, you know, what, yeah, and the planning, maybe the planning phases, you know, the journey of planning. Um, right you know for a career in 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 the in, in the scientist you know scientific right industry or in the right in the, right. In the pharmaceuticals hey, you know, or I th-
2: the sciences yeah mm. I thought of something else for Trish her question I hope she's still listening um she was talking about how to you know expose you know you know is science just in school or where is it at opportunities um Look also to your local, you know, colleges and universities um, our community colleges. You know, a lot of them have programs where, um, you know, they're reaching out to younger kids, right? Because as scientists, we all realize it's important to, like, mentor scientists and bring them up. But that's also an opportunity to reach out to, um, you know, your local college or university to see if they have activities that work with younger kids. Hmm. Okay, okay guys, <laughs> it's been
0: great. Yes, it has been great. We have um, yeah a few minutes left on the show. Um, one last question, guys. Whoever drops it first will ask it. But um, we <laughs> want to tell you all something, a little bit, little bit something that we will be doing. We're going to be having um, Wednesday shows that are just going to focus on science. So it's going to be fun. You're all going to learn a lot. We have a lot of Super duper shows in store for you all. We're going to be talking about. Um, should I? Should I? Should I say some of the topics we're going to be covering, or Penny, do you want to tell them? Yeah,
1: <laughs> go for it. Go
2: ahead and tell them. Just tell go them ahead some of the and tell us. Yeah. Well, so you know, Penny's a lot of people. Drop it. <laughs> all
1: right. So I'm going no, to do okay, this I series. No. Okay. I have an idea. I think. I think Penny, <laughs> you should go ahead and tell
2: us. It shouldn't okay. be me and FaZe, It should be you. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yeah, I've done a, a lot of different things in my career, just at work and outside of work that are related to science. And I always get asked these questions. And I realize that people are really interested to know what goes on in the lab. Right. So I figured it would be interesting, you know, if I could talk to you guys about what is it like in the anatomy lab? What is it like when you dissect a human cadaver? Right. Those kinds of interesting things. Um, you know, if you want to grow cells, I don't know if you guys have heard about like Henrietta Lacks. Um, oh, we had a show herself, about herself. Henrietta Lacks. Yeah. yeah. We had so, a show about Henrietta Lacks. That
0: is a phenomenal. Right. Oh, my goodness. It's it doesn't even take the mind of the phenomenal. scientists to think
2: that is magical. Right. It's right. amazing. So,
0: not amazing what so they we did you, to her, though,
2: but yeah, the cells did. Horrific and terrible and inappropriate. Um, but mm. yeah, you know, what is it like to grow cells? Right. If I wanna grow cells and I've grown Henrietta Lacks cells, you know, what is it like in the lab? What kinds of things do I do? What kinds of things do I think about? Uh I'm gonna talk yeah. to you about what is it like to work in the emergency room? What kinds of things do I see, experience? Um you know. I, mean, <laughs> I know we've got to me. We're gonna call it the yeah. me stuff. <laughs> And it's, it's not all going to be serious. You know, there's going to be a lot of humor because humor is, you know, if you don't uh, laugh, you're going to cry a lot just in general in life. But there's going to be a lot of humor built into it. And, you know, I, um, what is it like if you find a dead body? You know, that's actually happened to me. So I have told this story many, many times and uh, people can't believe it and they laugh and they, you know, just, um, but those experiences that people don't get in their everyday lives, what is it like? Um, so that's just sort of yeah. a snippet. Uh, you know, I'll talk about drug screening. What happens, you know, if you eat poppy seed bagels? Um, you know, just all sorts of things I like that them. I learned.
1: Poppy seed bagels. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I think <laughs> I know. I raised Learned that. in my life.
1: Or... <laughs> y'all, <Yo>, be <these laughs> are wow. Wednesday. Penny,
0: no more beans. are going to be spilled. We're not going to start picking up the beans <laughs> okay, off the okay, floor. Okay, 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 okay. No, no. Uh,
1: no, yeah. stop now. Stop good. now.
0: So, y'all, you yeah. have to join us on Wednesdays. It's Science Wednesdays with Penny. Okay, and we're gonna have so much fun talking about all those beautiful topics that she's she shared with you all. And for now, we're gonna have to say goodbye. Time has run out. Thank Y'all you know very we much. We don't have enough time to talk about. Thank sex. you, <laughs> thank you, everybody. Thank you, <laughs> thank Shazzy you, Kat. Penny. Thank you, have a great thank you, day all you of
1: guys. you. Yeah, and see you too, Christina. in. you're late.
2: <laughs> go change Adios the world, now. everybody. <laughs> yes, go do it. Be brave. <laughs> Okay. Bye-bye. okay
1: bye-bye. I'll
2: Bye. Be and Bye. Bye.
1: Bye. 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 Then. Bye.